All right. Happy Friday. Recording this on a Thursday evening, but most of this will be uh, for your pleasure on a Friday and before the weekend as we get our fantasy news and notes. And we'll wrap up with a uh, recap of a fantastic night in UFC on this past Saturday. But first, the floor is yours. Ricky Larson of Lucky Shots Media with us, weekly hitter, and he's got some strong thoughts on OBJ to the L.A. Rams. Yeah, so uh, I've got this whole list here, right here, of uh, notes, news, mm-hmm. you know, yes. from this week. On there, I had Odell Drama. That's what I labeled it. Where <laughs> will he end up? I didn't know if he was going to end up anywhere. You know, yesterday he said, oh, I'm going to take a little bit to figure it out. Yeah, he said Sunday. I saw today, and then he's like, oh, never mind. So the teams that uh, apparently had interest yesterday, the Chiefs, Packers, Seahawks, Patriots, Saints, Rams not even mentioned. Teams I thought he should go to because he would help there the most. The Colts, Falcons, Saints, Eagles, Raiders. Falcons, Those I, teams I could use another receiver. And where does he go? To the fucking Rams. <laughs> Why? Yeah. I so badly wanted to see Matt Stafford in the Rams go, go make a playoff run, win a championship. I wanted to see Stafford get a ring. I mean, I love the guy. Mm-hmm. No, Odell's there. I just hope they crash and burn. <laughs> Why? Why would you go pick up Odell? He's a poison. He's just after he made that crazy catch, he's just gone off the rails. Yeah. Better than he is and just drags everybody down. I just don't like it. I don't. He uh did not handle the New York market too well. Uh, Cleveland, he soured that entire locker room, was a non-factor there. And now he, I, I'm curious to see what these details are, but it's McVay going all in, and he's going all in with star power in L.A. I agree with you. I'm worried. I've got a Stafford future for MVP. Uh, I hope that doesn't. he's trying to force it to OBJ as opposed to getting reliable. What does Cooper Cup think? You know, he's leading the league in receiving, and now all of a sudden he's going to obviously have a big persona who wants targets in that same receivers room yeah i mean and i'd venture to say he's the fourth best receiver in the room now yeah van jefferson has been yeah. a stud for this entire season at least fantasy wise he goes out gets seven eight targets every game and that is what we kind of expect obj to go into yeah so I what's mean, the fantasy spin i mean what has happens with higby woods cup you name it jefferson I think Jefferson now, I had a poll actually up on Twitter because Keenan Allen may be out this week. I was like, do I pick up Van Jefferson or do I pick up Brandon Ayuk? Well, now the answer is clear to me. It's got to be Brandon Ayuk because, I mean, now OBJ is going to come in and that's going to be the spot he takes, knocking Van Jefferson down. And I don't even know why. I think Cooper Cup's production, sadly enough, for anybody who has Cooper Cup, is going to go down. I mean, Cooper Cup at the at the midway point, fantasy MVP, 100%. No one else was doing anything else he was doing. Now that's going to come down. Robert Woods, whatever you were getting out of him every week, I think is going to come down. I yeah. think they're going to try to at least force eight targets to OBJ per game. Right. And where are those targets going to come from? They're going to come from the other receivers unless they're just throwing the ball every single play, which I know they're not going to do. Right. 
Um, so Deshaun Jackson leaves the Rams. He finds a new home with the Las Vegas Raiders. What is the fantasy spin there? Expect anything. I think I'm seeing him still as like the third guy receiver room. Yeah. I mean, he honestly, as shitty as the Henry Ruggs deal is right now, yeah, they were trying to find that kind of replacement. And we saw it when he was on the Rams, he had a couple of them, those deep touchdown plays. So I think that's really the only thing you can expect from him. I don't think you're going to see the mass amount of targets, anything like that. I think Hunter Renfro is still an absolute stud. He's just completely consistent. He doesn't go out and score you a lot of points, but he's a touchdown away every single week. As I said, James Conner, or not James Conner, Chase Edmonds was a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago. He's a touchdown away from having you a really good fantasy game. And I don't think uh, Deshaun Jackson coming in is going to affect that much. But if you have to take a flyer on a receiver, why not take it on Deshaun Jackson? Yeah. It's Um, just a deep ball play. You brought up James Conner. That was the, you hit the nail right on the head last week as he goes absolutely off. Um, What can we expect again? AJ Green, let's just talk about the Cardinals as a whole. Hopkins still banged up. Is he going to play Murray as well? Even if he's not, is Colt McCoy (laughs) was just fine. AJ Green back. Does that affect Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk? What's going on with the Cardinals this week? So, I mean, if you look at James Conner, he's going to have another big week Mm -hmm. regardless. I mean, he's doesn't have Chase Edmonds ahead of him right now. Edmonds is going to be out for this week. And you can see what happened. I mean, let's let's completely backtrack to even back on the Steelers. I was a guy who drafted Le'Veon Bell the season that he sat out. Mm. Who was my replacement? Well, I went ahead. I was like, Al, why not just pick up his backup, James Conner? Yep. Woo, was that a huge play? James <laughs> Conner was great. Now we're on the Cardinals. James Conner leads the league in touchdowns, people. Everyone. Every player, except for quarterbacks, you know, to hell with quarterbacks, but he leads every positional player with touchdowns. Hmm. I mean, he's an absolute stud. Now he doesn't have to split with anybody if D hops out still. I mean, that's just more of, you know, because Chase Edmonds obviously was the pass guy. So yeah. now James Connor is also going to get that. I think it's going to be another big week from Connor. Um, you know, AJ Green coming back. Uh, did they give him a brain implant or something so that <laughs> remembers he's playing football during the game? I mean, yeah, I run block instead of a pass. But uh, Rondale Moore, you just have to expect the same thing you expect from him every week. And if you don't expect at most seven points, then you're being crazy because, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, he had one big week, but that was it. Um, Cam to the Panthers, cue the crickets. What, what do you like there? Anything? Uh, PJ Walker is the guy I think this weekend because Darnold's on the IR. Uh, what do we think of the Panthers this week? So I was actually really excited for PJ Walker. Yeah. Like last year, he had a real fun, exciting game when he played. I like him this week. I think he's a sneaky, sneaky quarterback pick for this week. I think he could crack top 10 just because I like the way that he can play with Christian McCaffrey McCaffrey. I I didn't think he was going to be back last week. He was kind of just got a little tune up, but still got 50 on the ground, 50 in the air. Now he's going to be back in full capacity. PJ Walker is 
he's an athlete. I mean, he can sling the ball. He's a good passer. He can run the ball. So I really like that situation. But with Cam Newton, I mean, shit, do you just are as the Panthers, do you just say, fuck it, let's go back to Cam Newton? I mean, right. What else do we have to lose? Because Sam Darnold's a crock of shit that we totally. should have known when we went out and got him. And PJ Walker is, you know, infamous for what was it, the XFL? Right. Yep. Exactly. So, I mean, why not just go back to Cam? Of course. Yeah. It, it, two different regimes now, too, because this new guy, Tepper. That was, I mean, everyone loves a reunion. I'm sure Carolina's going to eat that up their fan base, too. But, you know, what, what have we seen from Cam the last two years? Uh, yeah, so it's Carolina, Arizona. So that's an interesting game. My question with, to wrap up this matchup is what's going on with DJ Moore? Are we still auto playing him or should we be a little bit more tepid and worried about it? Uh, so I've already apologized to DJ Moore this year for being wrong about him. And now that the Panthers have returned back to earth, mm-hmm. I feel like my take is just as good as it was when I started <laughs> the season. I mean, I don't know. He's obviously a stud, but mm-hmm. it's just the offense he's on. It just depends. He's he has turned himself into the number one target. Yeah. Behind Christian McCaffrey. But uh, I mean you probably you gotta at least continue. You see what PJ Walker does. And then next week see what Cam does, because I'm gonna assume Cam's gonna start the week after, you know. Uh see how those two games go make other moves to replace him. If these next two weeks don't go well, yep. and then just see what you can do because at most I can see him as a flex right now, but I don't know how the offense is going to look without Sam Darnold. Right. A um, couple of guys coming back this week, potentially Mike white is back. Russell Wilson trending that way. Chris Carson. We're hoping uh, fantasy impact for those three, if any this week. Well, let's, let's get on the Mike White hype train again. I mean, yep, of uh, course. he – I don't know if it was an interview, a tweet, or whatever, but he just flat out said, I should have been a number one <laughs> a number one quarterback picked in the draft. So, I mean, <laughs> of course, why not? Uh, you know, he was – here's the thing. We gave Josh Johnson all of his credit last week for the game he played. Who started out that game? Mike White. Who yep. just drove down the field on an indie defense that first drive of the game? Mike White. The guy's a stud. Yeah. And, you know, I I I like him. I like him. And against what the he Bills, can, yeah, do against the Bills. Let's go. I mean, Trevor Lawrence didn't do anything against the Bills, but they still won. So Right. That was uh, such a bizarre game. Uh, Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, you got Wilson coming back. You know, you got uh, Chris Carson possibly. I I like Russell Wilson. You know, he had that finger issue. Is he coming back a little early? I mean, it was supposed to be about six weeks or something like that. I think we're, what, sitting on three or four right now? Yep. So maybe he's coming back a little early, but, hey, they're going against the Packers who just notoriously this season don't score a lot of points. Russ has two huge playmakers. I mean, maybe we see a resurgence of Tyler Locke as well. I mean, he had a big two first uh, or first couple of weeks. And, you know, with Russ coming back, does he just go to old reliable of Tyler Lockett? He's got DK as a deep threat. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see him come back. And 
possibly, you know, he had a little reset. Maybe he gets back on that MVP train. Right. Uh, Honestly. You know, that, that he started at the beginning of the year. Uh, we kind of talked about this on your podcast. You guys know him by now, Ricky Larson of Lucky Shots Media. Uh, you weren't expecting anything for the Cowboys, Broncos. Broncos go in, steamroll the Cowboys. I'm not. Expe- I'm expecting the worst for Falcons, Cowboys this week. Uh, what can fantasy owners expect? Is it a Cowboys bounce back against the Falcons? I was shocked to see this. I know AJ Terrell is a Clemson cornerback. He's a good guy. Uh, you know, a good prospect, but. The, the team overall was overshadowing him. I saw today he's the cornerback with the least amount of pass yards against him. So it's like he's kind of just a sneaky talent on an overall pretty crappy defense. Yeah, and I mean, when you're the best guy on a real shitty defense, you're obviously going to see less targets towards you because they're like, you stand out. I would we throw out the best guy when there's 10 other players that can't do anything. Who does he take uh, though? Cooper or lamb? That's what's uh, I'm interested. uh, Cooper is a little maimed this week. Uh, Let's see. I thought I had something on it here. I don't, he's questionable. I think Uh, Amari Cooper is, but he's optimistic to play. I think you got to put him on CD lamb. Yeah. I mean, lamb has more uh, of the deep threat ability, more of the, quickness and harder to cover type of things amari cooper obviously is a red zone threat so maybe he switches off depending on where they're at on the field but i think uh i think the cowboys can bounce back this week i expect them to but why would we count out matt ryan who's been playing like a stud for the past few weeks you know matt ryan he had three over 300 yards last week uh, that's the saints with nobody Exactly. Cordero Patterson. Always love that man. Yep. He will forever have be a fantasy hero for me this year. Kyle Pitts coming on. Alameda Zacchaeus apparently catches <laughs> touchdowns. Yes, he's back. So, I mean, I, I think it, I mean, the spread you said uh, is what, nine? Nine and like a half. It. Yeah. In favor I think of this Dallas. game could be some sort of like, so it could be last week's uh, Jets versus Colts game and we have 75 total points scored right god I would cry if we won uh (laughs) like I want a live reaction if you guys beat the Cowboys this week I mean shit I was expecting nothing this season I know our four wins are kind of I mean we'll take it against the Saints but that's still Simeon but shit at least you know I've been impressed with what Arthur Smith is doing we assumed him coming in he's just gonna clean house get Justin Fields or something which kind of looks like maybe he should have but no. Shit, he, he's been talking glowingly about Matt Ryan and uh, well, just in terms of having a young quarterback, you know, Matt Ryan's going to retire the next couple of years. Don't start a hype train for <laughs> Justin Fields. I don't care what it's looked like. He's looking better. He's looking better. Uh, no, it's um, smoke and mirrors, people. It's smoke and mirrors with Justin Fields. Right. Hopefully it's not with Matt Ryan. You said it. He's doing, he's having a good year with arguably his worst. He does it first year without Julio in his entire career. Right. So maybe the yeah. first couple. Ridley um, sitting out and look at that too. The yeah. past couple of weeks have been no Ridley Matt Ryan and he doesn't even have Calvin Ridley. Well, so, I mean, I, I know the Falcons are, you know, that letdown team totally, but they transferred that power over to the Vikings this year. So I think you guys are going to be all right. <laughs> Uh, I think we've always had it. It's just wherever I go, I guess. I live in Minneapolis. I gave it to the Vikings <laughs> and then my Falcons fandom. Uh, last thing I had was, can Donovan Peoples-Jones keep this up? I mean, if you're going to, as a fantasy uh, manager, 
if you're going to put him on your roster, you literally have like three receivers hurt in a, you know, you're plugging him in. But if you want to just take a chance, say you're in a matchup where you're projected to lose by a shitload anyway, mm-hmm. throw in Donovan Peoples-Jones because right. he's that deep threat. Two straight weeks, he's had deep touchdowns. So, I mean, it's kind of like when we all took flyers on C.J. Uzama. Right. Or even you. I don't know if you took uh, the Muth last week. I did not, unfortunately, but he's coming he on. Of take the Muth, and he's the top tight end, you know. Yeah. So, the Muth got loose, and you did not have him. I'm very upset. I, he's I coming on. I know. That was, was my guy. I you had him last week. <laughs> I wish. Uh, anything we missed in terms of fantasy news and notes? Otherwise, we'll get into DFS. Um, I think we touched base. You know, Nick Chubb has COVID. Maybe Jaron yep, Johnson. That's right. yep. uh, Dawson Knox uh, has had a hand injury. He's been practicing. Logan Thomas may be back. Uh, Dalvin Cook, his whole domestic Ooh, Yeah, deal. that's, that's um, brutal. It's not going to affect him apparently this week, but it's something to look at uh, where that goes. Yeah. You may not know. Uh, yeah. And then we talked about Mike White. So I'm good. Good, good stuff. Yeah. Not good stuff with Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Looking no. into that, it's kind of, it's, I mean, it's he said, she said, and like a, various stories of different people being at gunpoint, which is crazy. So. Well, and it's um, literally, he said, she said, they're both accusing each other. Of in things. the same room, right, yeah. Um, bad stuff. The photos were gruesome as well. Um, okay, my lineup for the week. Brady is back in action. Um, I expect him to just destroy the football team. I mentioned I was picking the Colts for my survivor team. I've switched to the Bucks because I just got to gotta get a sure thing in there, hopefully. Um, running backs for me, I'm going Eckler and Jones. Uh, running with Devontae Adams as my receiver, my main receiver, right? Jacoby Myers and Michael Pittman. Myers has let me down a little bit this season. What have been yeah. your thoughts there? Yeah. Yeah, I I am a owner of him in one of my leagues, uh, a Yahoo league, and I don't normally do Yahoo league, so it's weird. Uh, but, yeah, been putting him in. It's just – but you can't really blame him. Look how many passing yards Mac Jones has per game. It's like 200 to 250. It's it's just so a run first team. They switch up options every week. Yeah, and I mean, he's a guy that should be able to go out and give you a 15-point game consistently. I mean, he's that kind of talent. He's just on a team right now that's the throwing the ball is not really their forte as of right now. So mm-hmm. uh, I like Jacoby Myers. There's always a chance, but uh, this offense just does not complement him so far this year. Right. Rolling with two cheap tight ends, Jared Cook and Tyler Conklin. Conklin's coming out of nowhere and just kind of been Cousins' target for 5, 6, and 50. Uh, So I'm rolling with him there in the flex. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we kind of talked about Carson Wentz a little bit, and I Mm -hmm. spent down on quarterback, went out and bought a good matchup. Carson Wentz, he's only 5,900, uh, projected 19. You know, yep. if if he does play, I honestly like this matchup. He hasn't been that bad. Jacksonville's given up five 25-point-plus games. So mm-hmm. they they go out and they give up a lot of points to quarterbacks. Carson Wentz hasn't looked terrible. He's been taking care of the ball. 
Yep. So why not go for him in a matchup against a shitty defense? I, I don't mind it. And it opens up the door for me to really stack up my entire lineup. Yes. So I'm sure you can guess a running back I've got. Cordero. Cordero <laughs> Patterson, 6,600. Uh, you know, he's going against Dallas, who they're pretty decent against running backs, mm-hmm. but – Cordero just does everything. He's exactly. going to go out. He's going to run the ball some. He's going to catch the ball some. Shit, I wouldn't be surprised if against Dallas they pull out some trick plays and he throws the ball one time. Bro, did you see this? He's been petitioning the Falcons defensive coordinator to try and get him to play some snaps <laughs> at free safety. Let's do it. Oh, what God. if him and A.J. Terrell turn into like the no-fly zone? Yeah. For one of the biggest Iron Man people now in the in the NFL, you know, wow. plays every position on offense, goes to play some defense. It yeah. sounds like you went and created a player on Madden and you just made everything <laughs> on the sliders 99 and you let them right. play everywhere. Why not? I mean, that would be a hell of a lot of fun to see. Uh, at the running back with the Nick Chubb news, if Chubb doesn't play, uh, I actually somehow – in a fantasy league was able to go out and get Dearness Johnson off after waivers ran. Okay. I don't know how, but <laughs> right, everyone whatever. missed the block there. I'm plugging him into my fantasy lineup as well. He's only 4,700. So you get to spend down on a running back. Who's going to give you that kind of production. I like it. Uh, New England's given up seven games of 15 plus, And in his only start, he went out against the Broncos had 146 rushing yards, a touchdown, a couple catches for about 20 yards. So, yeah, I, yeah. I – and, you know, even in my normal league, I'm going to go out and start him. I got absolutely screwed by a trade I just made. I, I gave away – seam. I mean, I haven't been having a great year. I kind of had to just go all out to try and make a run. I give up C-Mac, who obviously killed my season, and Kittle because I have Gusecki for Chubb and Keenan Allen. Chubb gets COVID the next day. Keenan Allen might not play this week either. Right. I mean, those are two players that, first of all, Chubb, it's just COVID. So if you are missing him, you're just missing him a week. Right. And he's vaccinated. So we're still holding out hope he could uh, play something. Exactly. And Keenan Allen, he just had his best game of the season. Yeah. It looked like last year when he was getting all the targets, you know. Uh, The only problem, I also have Keenan Allen in a stack with Justin Herbert. So I'm a little worried that it's a knee issue. Mm. That could not be good. But, you know, if they both are playing and healthy, I think both of those guys are going to give you an upgrade what you need for the rest of the year. Right. Wide receivers, I'm going Terry McLaurin, Michael Pittman Jr. Yes. Why not go Emmanuel Sanders this week? Okay. I mean, Stephon Diggs is just too expensive to try to plug into this lineup. And Emmanuel Sanders has just as good a touchdown chance as any of those bills receivers. So why not go for him? You know, he's got two games with uh, two touchdowns. So that's, that's how I'm rolling. Love it. And then, you know, yeah. Terry McLaurin against uh, the Buccaneers. They're going to have to throw the ball a ton. So (laughs) that's their top guy. I mean, gotta, gotta go chase those targets, I guess. And then Michael Pittman Jr. Especially in this lineup stacked with Carson Wentz Mm -hmm. and, Pittman's uh, what is he got uh what four touchdowns in the last three weeks he's been so, an animal 
smash it, especially if he's going to take them from Carson Wentz. I mean, that just helps your lineup a whole bunch right there. You get two touchdowns for the price of one. Right. Uh, and then tight end. Maybe I'm a little late to the party, but I'm going with the Muth. Yeah, Patty. Got to. In the last three weeks, he's averaging 16 points a game. <laughs> like, it's not just last week that he had a huge game. He's been getting consistent throughout the last three weeks. 20 targets, 16 catches, 135 yards, and three touchdowns all in the last three weeks. I, I think he's becoming a weapon that uh, Ben likes. Yeah, he loves him a good big target for sure. And then at the flex, why not? I've got the money for it. James Conner. Yes. Oh, yeah. If I can get a James Conner in my flex with what I feel is a lot of firepower on the rest of the team, Mm -hmm. give it to me. I mean, he's he's 6,300, but, again, he leads the NFL in touchdowns. No James Conner, possibly no D-hop. It's all just shaping up for him to be the top running back again this week. Right, yeah, no Edmonds, no D Hop potentially, and yeah, he's gonna feast again uh, against a Carolina who looks pretty down. Over under three touchdowns. <laughs> Gosh, I might have to go under. That's high. That's a yeah. high one, but watch him just blow right by it too. Right, um, get, get like five touchdowns. <laughs> right, exactly. Good lineup. Let's wrap up with uh, UFC. Gaethje Chandler was everything we wanted it to be. Chandler looked yes. good. Uh, Gaethje kind of came back from the dead and just did his thing. Um, Chandler's one and two, but I mean, he's a fighter and now he's chatting up McGregor. Uh, what did you think about that possibly being a fight and then his fight with Gaethje? The, the fight was like to have that fight be what kicks off the card. Oh, it was crazy. That was insane. I mean, both of these guys just they laid a lot of leather honestly no one really tried to go to the ground which was kind of something we thought may happen but it was a hell of a that was the fight of the night 100 percent uh mcgaichi he still got it you know i did say i think it's michael chandler's time but gaichi you know anytime chandler tried to go to the ground stuffed it and just continued to punch him in the face i mean it, it was everything you wanted in a fight God, it was an absolute banger. Uh, Rose outlasts Zhang Wei Li. Like she just, uh, she just played the or had the better fight. I think the better game plan. And uh, you know, I have some serious questions now about Wei Li as Rose, you know, effectively takes her out again. It's been the stud knockout in freak fashion, and then oh, she just grinded you out for five solid rounds. I mean, it was a split decision. I thought it was pretty close. Uh, yeah, if judges scored it towards Wei Li. I wouldn't have been upset. I, I could have seen it that way as well. Uh, but Rose just, she proved everything I thought, that she's just that good. And we we didn't get to really see it uh, right away when she was a champion the first time. Right. Well, now we see she starts off the championship reign with a knockout. You get the same person who game plans and knows what you're going to do because they fought you before. And you go out, like you said, grind them out. Uh, Rose is going to be a problem for a while. I was on Whaley, so I think that's why I'm kind of a little bit more pissed off because it was like I thought we had it in the bag the first two rounds, and then I I watched it. It was like, wait, you can't be on your back the whole time for the final three rounds and expect to you know grind that out. Yeah, it was a close fight, but I thought the final three rounds just kind of swayed that fight. 
uh, 100%, yeah. in Rose's favor. So after that happened, I just unloaded on Usman and just hammered him home, cashed it, take it all the way to the bank. Colby Covington breaks character at the end of that fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and was like, hey, you know, it's all about money, man. Like, I don't mean that shit. It's like, hey, you got to make a living. I understand that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Colby stood in there. It was a good fight, but it was just Usman's an absolute nightmare. Well, you got doubled up in the second round. Just Poppy dropped and then oh. Poppy dropped again. And uh, it was funny. So our internet actually went out that night. So I didn't get to watch the fights mm-hmm. on the night of. I had to watch them in the morning right. before football started. Uh, and my girlfriend came back and watched them after I did. And she texted me when she's watching that fight and she goes, I just want to know what it, what it would be like, like to get punched in the face and be smiling about it. (laughs) Because every time he got clocked in the face, Covington just kept smiling and coming forward. Yeah. Different. It was a fun fight to watch, but Usman six straight title wins. Yeah. 15 and 0 in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Like, who's going to stop this man? Yeah, who's you know, next? we have I think the top two pound for pound people are uh Amanda Nunez. Oh, yeah. Gotta be number one, and Kamara Usman's a close second. Yeah, Nunez, they can't even she's fighting again here soon, and they she just accepts every fight because they can't find anyone to go even close of taking down the right. lioness. Uh, yeah, Usman, I mean, they threw star power in there, but he makes them look uh, inferior every time. Yeah, I mean, what is it now? Three straight wins against what? Twice it was... Uh, it was twice against Masvidal. He fit in a crazy Burns knockout, and now yeah. Covington. Yeah, it's been dominant. I mean, it, you can't say he's just cherry-picking people. I mean, uh-huh. Masvidal, at the time he fought him, was shooting up because of yes. you know the things he had done. Uh, Burns is an absolute stud and Colby Covington. How are you not going to fight the second fight? You know, I mean, totally. It's yeah, I totally agree with you. It's like, you know, he's not shying away from these big time, big time fights. I'm just trying to pull up the rankings right now, just to even be like, who the hell is, you know, going to actually contend with this man? Cause I mean, again, it's still Covington Burns, you know what? Leon Edwards might be the guy who gets a title shot and maybe that's a great fight, but he just had his fight uh, unfortunately canceled as his opponent had to, uh, yeah. it was Mosfidal, right? Well, it, there's a, one of the Russian guys actually is looking to try to step in for that fight. So that'd be interesting. Yeah, that's right. as well. Uh, I can't think of what his name is, but he he's got some, I think it was Bilal Muhammad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then looking, I mean, Shemayev, that dude's, that dude's scary. Yeah. Okay. Muhammad's number nine. Those guys are the future. I think those two uh, fought pretty recently too. Well, and what a shot for them if they get to hop up and fight somebody like Edwards. No kidding. And his nine fight, uh, unbeaten streak. Uh, appreciate it as always my man, Ricky Larson, lucky shots media, check out his stuff, our collab podcast. Um, and you can catch him here every week on Corbett's corner with some great stuff, fantasy football news and notes and some bonus UFC as well. Uh, appreciate it, my man. Yep. Thank you.